Hello, it's good to be back. It is a very rainy Tuesday, and I love the rain. I like to feel it soak into my veins. It's it eases all of my pain. Hello, it's c- what's cracking, home skillets? It's Hunter here. Uh, <sighs> it's good to be back, man. It's been uh, it's been two weeks, almost it's, you know, over two weeks since we put put our last podcast out. Ooh, hear that? Mm, that's what I'm talking about. Damn, it just keeps rolling, son. God, I love it. Uh, anyway, so we're back after uh, after almost two and a half weeks of of absence, um, partially because it's uh, it's really hard to find people who uh, one are available with all their busy schedules, and also two not afraid to go out and um, and see other people, especially those who they don't see on a regular basis. So. We're really grateful to everybody who's come on the podcast thus far, and uh, and today, again, we have uh, possibly our most ambitious podcast yet. Not not only is the entire Charlotte Records crew here today, so it's uh, CJ Gage and I, but uh, we also have two guests this time: uh, Seth Beam, who is a drummer, songwriter, multi instrumentalist, uh, basically a Renaissance man in terms of the local music scene. Um, he's been in, uh, probably most recognizably in Histrionic, but he also performs with Peachy, and he is a solid member of the, uh, of the garage rock grunge band, uh, The Credentials. And, uh, so we're very honored to have him on today. Also on the podcast today is Dwight Miller, a Californian from Modesto who came to Nebraska for school and has been consistently making his mark on scenes across the nation with his indie emo rock, I think that's the way he'd probably describe it, band Odos on the other side, of which he has a beautiful tattoo on his arm, and I love to see that kind of devotion. But both Dwight and Seth perform with the garage punk band Histrionic with Aramara Tapia, who is the primary songwriter, and Dwight and Seth are apparently no longer in the band. So we're very interested to talk with them about what led to that decision and what they plan to do in the future. In terms of promotional material, uh, check out our advertisement on KZUM on the HNFM Hour starting at 6.30 every Monday good stuff really happy to be partners with those guys they really make a lot of things happen in the scene and we're excited to see where our relationship goes in the future also if you're interested in recording analog we finally got back our eight track reel-to-reel recorder at the shallot studio and it's the same one i tell everybody this and i'm very excited but it's the same one that like boston used to record their first album and cat stevens used to record t for the tillerman and uh, countless other classic albums that uh, totally changed the face of, of music as we know it. So if you are interested in recording analog at all, please hit us up at uh, Shallot Records at Outlook.com or through any of our social media pages, and we'll get something set up for you, baby. So without further ado, uh, please welcome Dwight Miller and Seth Beam on the Shallot Records podcast. <laughs> 
start now. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we got five <laughs> five people. Five today. <laughs> on the podcast, which is insane. Engage talking to your mic. Hello. I'm I'm hey. What? Can you can you tell the difference between my mic and Gage's? Uh I can't tell the difference. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. Hey. <laughs> 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 just brag a bit about my microphone. Um, I think ours is are picking up a little too much. You think so? You guys are important. Yeah. I feel like I'm doubling on the sets. You know? <laughs> yeah. Back up. Go back up. <laughs> 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 get the room sound. We're just yeah. figuring hey. this out. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Party. Party. So yeah. Um. I have a whole list of questions to ask you, Dwight, but I, I didn't get a chance to write down any questions for Seth, which is so unfortunate because you're like so ev- fucking everywhere all the time. <laughs> I know, I started, <laughs> but I was like, I don't even know what to ask him about yet yeah. because like after all of this and after this weird like hiatus that everybody's been in, like yeah. in terms of like live shows at least, I don't know what everybody's involved with right. still, but everybody's doing like a bunch of different shit right now. Yeah. Experiment, seeing yeah. where they fit. Yeah. No, I have been. I have like lots of different artists that do lots of different things. Like being mm. like, hey, you want to hop on this? And I'm like, I'm not used to it, but I'll try <laughs> it. Yeah. It's like, what? What do I have to lose right exactly. now? Yeah. Like, I might yeah. as well just do everything I possibly can because yeah. like it's fun. And then at the least, you have like a bunch of shows to play because you have a bunch of features like after yeah. this whole thing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I'm excited to have shows starting up. Right. That's how many? Exciting. How many different live streams have you been on? At this point, I've done like I think I've done three, three. Damn, mm-hmm. I, was, I was there for up. the Peachy one. Yeah, I did one with Peachy, and then I think I did, I did one with Histrionic, and then yeah. Credentials, and then Credentials does like a couple of our own sometimes. Aren't yeah. they doing another one like tonight? No, no, no. Yeah, the seventeenth. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. With uh, the voice from Shiitake Sunday. The Dude, laundry room. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Laundry. Tell us about that. I'm I'm curious. I don't know much about it. Fucking. It's an awesome basement, and it has, like, <laughs> this little rickety stage, but it's awesome. Like, uh, I don't know. It's pr- really DIY, though. Yeah. It's really DIY. Well, that's that's all it takes, yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, anybody can fucking do it themselves. The exactly. literal <laughs> washer and dryer is the icing on the cake for me. Yeah. I really enjoy that. I can't yeah. wait to jump off that. No. Well, <laughs> there's space, but I wish I could jump off of it. Are you guys going to have shows there once, um, you know? I think they said they're going to. Yeah. But is it big enough for shows? Yeah, I yeah. would say so yeah. if they move the stuff out of there. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. The damsels oh yeah. have been using that as our practice space because Ryan's oh. there. It's very fun to be able to practice on a little stage. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. That thing's the mojo. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. And those lights. Those mm-hmm. lights are dope. Oh, they right. are so fun. Yeah. Yes. We haven't played around with them too much yet, but uh, Jacob showed them. Yeah. Yes. I was already really grateful uh, to be able to show up that night. Uh, being that a second sick. pair of ears, that was really cool. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun ass night. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. The pot, uh, the podcasts, the live streams are exciting to see. Obviously, have some stuff going on right now since there's nothing left. But I'm excited for when live stuff pops up for the yeah. mez, for the laundry room. Now that that's going at up and at it. Well, I r- I remember Mark saying at one point that uh that we should all stand in solidarity and nobody play shows until <laughs> everybody can play shows. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. I love that idea. I, I like it. I like it, too. Um, 
You know, I mean, like there's uh, there's some places that are that are allowing shows, like where Dwight and I work at the Hub Cafe, right? We have like yeah. a show. We have uh, Hub and Soul that happens every Thursday. Mm-hmm. If it's and outside, yeah. If it's outside, yeah. but the, you know, there's a lot of bands who can't afford to play outside shows um, because yeah. you know they're, they're punk bands, or you know, they they mainly yeah. focus themselves on genre. Well, restrict- maybe that's yes. what we need to do now. Yeah, yeah. Right? outside venue. Ex- oh, Dude. throw some shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but there's only a few places that can really do that. Mm-hmm. You know, backyard shows are hard because neighbors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for lives on a farm. I'm fully am into it. He has a little studio in his basement. He'd so be down. He like does yeah. his own shit. There Do you go. That. Just hit him. All up. right. Looks like we're making some moves. <laughs> that's, so. that's the best thing though. That's yeah. all it takes, you know. Okay. What's what's that place that's downtown? Has the like um, the Red Nine. The Red they Nine. They just took that big white covering off of that little venue, and all that's left is like this little that's the so remnants sad. of what was a stage. But hmm. I've been waiting for somebody to buy that space. Yeah, and I mean, put I've on some shows. Where exactly is that? that? Like. like Right off Street. of like Eighth and right next to Rosa Parks. Eighth and N something like Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's been there for a long time, and I have lived there for qu- over near that area for quite a while now. And it used to be like an antique shop slash music shop, and then the upstairs had vinyls, cassettes, video games, consoles, TVs, yeah. and like a bunch of kids would just hang out there. And it was a super sick place. But <laughs> I <laughs> think that it just shut down eventually i actually my parents were friends with the owner and he got like the animal control called on him because he had like some uh, sick dogs was in. that like before it was red mm-hmm. nine yeah that yeah. was before it was red nine and then the red nine wasn't open very long I guess. yeah and i played a couple shows there actually like four that's i never even saw anything there i'm so sad yeah. that i missed it the, the, outs- the outside stage was dope they had like a fountain in the middle of it. Ooh, so let's start a GoFundMe oh. so that we can buy it and then right. start a venue. Yeah. <laughs> I need it. I've been always saying that I feel like my life is just leading to owning a, a concert venue. I need yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude. Absolutely. It'd be so awesome. <laughs> I've always thought also like, you know, that Antelope, Antelope Park, you yeah. know how they have that out, outside amphitheater? Yes. That would be like an awesome like Woodstock feel like vibe. Oh my God, shit. it'd be amazing. Dude. And it's, and it's a, ti- it's a small enough stage. I've heard it's cheap too. Yeah. 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 Dude. That would be amazing. You know, and we just put on a big old festival, like mm-hmm. 10 band long, you know, all yeah. Yeah. everybody sick. put oh their picnic God. blanket six mm-hmm. feet apart. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that would be no ideas. Good it's a good idea. Yeah. And I, so to, to, um, kind of detract from what we were saying earlier uh you guys were or are currently in histrionic and it's still up in the air as to what uh, the, mm. the current state of no. fair affairs no, we're we not. were in okay yeah, we <laughs> we're, were not anymore we're, we're not anymore yeah How, what led to that uh not not entirely sure it was always a personal project for her oh yeah mm. i think for yeah. sure and then she finally yeah. realized it yeah, mm-hmm. and was like, okay, I don't need to wait on you guys. I'm just gonna finish the record on my own because yeah. we did record Damn. back in like February. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, we and like eight out of ten songs on the record. Yeah, and she's been trying to get us all in to do the last two songs, and then she realized, wait, this is my band. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I'll just get new artists to do it. Yeah, because because yeah. you know we were here and there, and it was hard to get us all together. At one time, so well, I understand that. No, yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah. understandable. I, yeah, right it's now. understandable. Completely. Where, where is uh, Caleb fitting in all of this? Uh, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really talk to him. Oh, yeah, he's in right. the same boat. He's not yeah. playing with her anymore, but mm. yeah. I don't think he. Yeah, he's never acknowledged it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what are the moves from here? What are you guys planning on sticking yeah. with, m- working on? I guess so yeah. that you can like go full force. Once I don't know what you're doing, but 
What you Otos do? for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I want to keep doing that with this fool as long as I can. You know. Nice. And hopefully we're moving out to Cali at the same time. Really? So awesome. That, yeah. so that could, so that could mm-hmm. still, wow. so that could still keep happening. Yeah. But I'm also doing credentials stuff, and uh, I think the boys want to move out there too. Yeah. Oh. Really I think cool. we're gonna go into like San Diego. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, Southern California. Yeah, Southern California. What do you see happening in Cali? What you know? What draws you there as opposed to Lincoln? Just beaches and connections. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Way more connections. You know, way more shows. Way more people. Absolutely. There's just. Yeah. You know, there's more competition out there. Yeah. So even if you're you're playing more shows, not as many people are going to see it. But it's still yeah. like you get into that habit of playing live and you just yeah. get, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get better a lot faster yeah, better when and you're better. out there. Yeah. Is awesome. there any way as an indie artist to make it if you're not playing shows? Like if you have like a, like a viral song? I, mean I like think it's, it's yeah, one in a honestly. Million, but and right now with like uh, TikTok and stuff, oh, yeah. it's, you kind of get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I had one person use our uh, single turning face yeah, as a TikTok always, and sh- it's it's a girl from my hometown, I'm my best friend's little sister. But still, I was like, but then Whoa. you know, <laughs> like, but then like twenty people see it off her page, and then exactly. they use it. And yeah. Exactly, like it, it just you catch it at the right time. Somebody yeah. sees it. Yeah. I've always like, thought it could also be like methodical too, because yeah. like mm-hmm. I've always been attracted to the trap scene because of that. Oh aspect yeah. where it's like always like you know one this guy's here and then he's gone again and now it's this new guy like yeah. every oh week yeah, yeah, or yeah. some shit because yeah. it's like it's just timing and like you know how to get your placement and mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah yeah for getting, sure. getting yourself a, a foothold in that revolving door of exactly. like yeah. multiple artists and then keeping it Cause yeah, I mean the that's the hard part. Yeah, because I mean the credentials have gone for what two, yeah. almost over two years. Yeah, now? two and a half. Almost yeah, three, you guys have been going on for almost crazy, three years. Yeah, have you been playing with them the whole crazy. time? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We we all have just Tay left for a little bit and now he's back. I mean, and you guys nice. are keeping it. You guys got like what? Yeah. How many? How many? <sighs> there was like a large amount of streams. Like yeah. a oh large yeah. amount of streams for your recent album. Wasn't yeah, it? the natural. We had like twelve tracks on that, I think. Yeah. And then I think we got the title track natural on the blaze like the, Fuck yeah. the, yeah. local, fe- the local feature or whatever That's you, guys awesome. are keeping so it. you just got to keep that momentum yeah and like yeah. we've been trying to do our efforts w- you know with what we can during this yeah. pandemic but oh yeah and once you move out to cali i'm sure you'll keep that lincoln social media support yeah to keep and you up in that momentum yeah. until you catch some that's catch what i want to do i want to like tour back here because you know oh, i yeah. have everybody you better <laughs> and then yeah, all the way yeah. back you know like right yeah, we'll tour yeah. over to you, then we'll we'll take you back. <laughs> exactly, yeah. sure. that'll be the go. exactly, and then the Midwest will start blowing up. Will be an epicenter. I've always yeah. wanted it to be an epicenter because yeah. there's way too much like good art, like in general, not even like not even just music. Like there's great visual artists and like yeah, actor actors and actresses, you know, like in the area that are just not you know supported and well known mm-hmm. enough just because where they're from they're not on right. the coast yeah well and, the, and the coolest simple yeah. the coolest thing about the midwest is i feel like the sound that's coming out of the midwest is what is becoming more mainstream yeah it's becoming more popular yeah so the fact so you know like uh you talk about midwest emo and we've talked about this with several other guests in the past but it, it seems like that sort of aesthetic is starting to catch on mm-hmm. yeah uh, in you know in uh, amongst the circles of people who consider themselves artists and respect art you yeah. know what i mean yeah exactly so you know i, I it, it's really nice to see that but also people out here just don't get the recognition mm-hmm. they deserve uh, oh unless no. they go no. viral in some way shape or yeah. form which yeah. is insane and never happens so yeah i think there's a lot of truth in like midwest writing because there's not a lot of space to just like throw bullshit 
you know yeah I- if you don't have honesty in your art then you can't really get people to follow along exactly uh, <laughs> with your whole entire stooge you know yeah, yeah. so I, f- I feel like uh honesty in your writing has been a lot it's it's been growing in popularity to just be more truthful and open. Yeah, that yeah. raw emotion gets me, man. I don't know what I was just listening to, but there was this album that came out. It was recent. That's all I know about <laughs> it. It was recent. Yeah. It was an album. And I remember I have a friend showed it to me. She's like, listen to this. It's new, and I think you'll like it. And I'm like, usually, I don't know. Like, I'm just, it w- It didn't seem like my thing. I'm very picky. And then, like, I started listening to it, and I was like, oh, crap. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> like, that line just made my heart I love shatter. That. I love that moment. That's what, like, fills me with motivation to keep writing like i heard it yeah. and i was like oh my gosh yeah, yeah. we well talked about uh goosebumps uh multiple times with other people dwight what is a, a band or a song or anything like that that consistently gives you goosebumps goosebumps goosies or a time you can it's remember music giving it's always goosebumps. been um king park by law dispute Oh yeah, a lot of heard it. They're yeah. amazing. It's like this story of oh a of gosh. a drive by gone wrong oh and a kid whoa. gets shot, oh and no. then the climax of the song is uh, the cops have this guy pinned in a hotel and he ends up killing himself. Oh my wow. Gosh. But like that's always given me. I heard it in like eighth grade or something. And I listened to it like twenty times that first night, like oh an yeah. hour straight of just over that's and over, and then it still gives me goosebumps every time. Law dispute wrote. Uh, it's about falling through the ice yes yeah that's first reactions t- like when, when i fell through the ice through. yeah whatever that's a great I li- song that's too. the song i listened to it like 25 times like over and over and i was just that like just screaming about yeah, falling yeah. through the ice and i was like <laughs> oh, that's so nice. first time i saw odos i remember it was uh dorm fest in 2018 mm-hmm. goosebumps oh, people well, got thank it you. yeah people got it dude lincoln's Same. getting it i'm freaking excited and like to imagine you guys pulling yeah. that to the coast and getting that recognition we you were, guys deserve. Yeah, we were like starting off pretty well yeah. when we first started playing shows oh, in, it, yeah. in January, end of January and then With February. Stuff. And just each show that we got, like first show after that, RMR was like, hey, um, we have a spot on Lincoln Exposed. And then we played yeah. Lincoln Exposed and then, um, What's her name? Marina. Yeah. Came up and was like, hey, I have two more shows for you guys. <laughs> like, so <laughs> we were yeah. on a roll. How is it main, was it mainly RMR who does the booking on all, all that stuff? Um, or do you just get offers like out of nowhere? For Otis? Uh, for or Otis for or hit for Histrionic. Well, for Histrionic is all RMR. I yeah. mean, and she mm-hmm. even had the choice, like, do we want to do this show or yeah, not? Yeah, I know she's yeah. on, like, the Lincoln Calling booking committee. Oh, uh, yeah, and that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. And then she's got some word edgewise. Yeah, for Otis, I don't know. I don't really go too much out of my way to ask for shows i'll just like like sam got us on the first show Mm. and that's just because i had been talking to him and i'm like hey i have this band if you ever have an opening just let me know yeah Yeah. but i'm not gonna like i don't know i never like pushed odos and like specific shows like hey i want to put this together on this night it was just like whatever you have available i'll play are you ready to do that now yeah think so i don't see shows happening until next summer yeah Yeah, right but but you're ready (laughs) but But i'm ready i'm ready to like really yeah especially with graduating now i'll have more time right to just you know put all my effort into this laundry room and the mez now dipping into uh a consistent live stream Mm. of high quality oh yeah Yeah. like would you be interested in doing like stuff like that oh yeah i would love to yeah 
we haven't been asked at all to do a live stream or anything. And uh, like like I said, I don't put anything together myself. <laughs> but it would be a lot of fun. We know to reach out. That'd be so nice. It would be Fuck awesome. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, what they put into it, like all the effort. I mean, just from what you have described from the other night, at least, seems seems like a cool setup. I'm definitely interested in getting DD in there once we've got a solid oh album yeah. put together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're getting there. But that new single is cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, I appreciate man. it. I'm excited you, to you see. You worked on that, too? Or yeah, we recorded it all on uh, four track cassette oh yeah. deck. That was basically yeah. how, like, this uh, team sort of started. Was <laughs> he, we, I reached out to him to record that song somehow, and then... I was like, why don't we just keep doing do this? this. Yeah. 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 And now we've got an A track reel to reel, so we're gonna do like yeah. ooh, the quality full yeah. analog bullshit. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that, that tasty shit like queen like Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> full. All the richness of the yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm. I can't goddamn wait. It's gonna be awesome. Oh. Yeah gonna be a good time i'm so excited yeah yeah seth i, I, I wanted to ask you what drives you to like lend yourself to so many different projects because i mean it seemed like at one point you were in four different bands you're like yeah. a multi-tool mm-hmm. yeah i just i'm addicted to it yeah. like i don't my thing is like i'm the same way with food if i eat the same thing for too long like i'll be <laughs> like whether my like I can't eat this anymore. I love that. So, like, <laughs> it's the same thing with music. So, like, I like keeping it, you know, variety. Otherwise, I'll get yeah. bored, right. you know? Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Other than my job, I don't do other other things other than now ride my motorcycle. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so like you know, I'm just, that's all I want to do is play music, you know? Right. Yeah. Have you ever considered starting your own project? Do you do much songwriting yourself? Yeah, I have a yeah. whole, a full album written. Really? And I'm. I want to record it. I'm. I'm in the process of hitting up several produ- producers to get that done. But yeah, yeah. you know, it is a process. It is a process. <laughs> mm-hmm. And but at the same time, I want it to be like a big feature thing. Like I think right. I've talked to you about drama in the bandstand. Yeah. The idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. just and I've talked to all of you about it separately. I think mm-hmm. in like a probably a drunken haze, but <laughs> 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 barely understand me. But. Uh yeah, it's basically just I want it to be like drama in the bandstand collective. So it's just yeah, any homies that want to play music are in. Like there's no questions asked. Like That's you're in, awesome. and we'll play your songs too. Right. Like it's not just my music, but yeah, you know my songs will be the main like the start, and no, then we'll just sure. go off. That's yeah. sick. That's awesome. That's a really mm-hmm. great idea. Like that's a great any idea. anybody in this room, you know, yeah. just jam mm-hmm. it. Like that'd be yeah. sick. Like eight people, ten, twelve. Hell yeah. Yeah, just get everybody. Whatever on it stage. is. That would be really cool. That's yeah. local and love. on the album, like oh, yeah. all those names, like yeah. See, that's yeah. that's how you get the superpower. Like yeah. Have you ever considered? Have you ever considered um, like playing all of the instruments for your own songs? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I wanted to do on like, at least one song yeah. on like the album or something. Right. You know, just do the whole damn thing. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you've you got know. a few demos already, right? Yeah, that I've done on Logic. You know, like nice. I did bass, guitar, sing, you know, harmonies, and like maybe a little extra percussion. But I'll do like the keyboard drums <laughs> on yeah. it. Uh, like that's the only thing I'm missing is live j- drums, you know. So, but I have a little things that I do. Hell yeah! When I get bored and stuff. Do you do you collect um, gear? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a hoarder. Uh, I am also, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm also a hoarder. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a good and bad thing. Yeah. Depending on who you ask. Right. But yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah. You've got no, enough drive. Exactly. It's yeah. a good 
Yeah. It's a good investment, I think. Yeah, and if you got good stuff. <laughs> like as long as you yeah. value each thing <laughs> that you own. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm the person that bought a guitar and doesn't know how to play guitar, and it sits and collects dust in my living room, and it's, like, a really pretty decoration because yeah. it's blue, <laughs> it's sparkly, yeah. but it's not played. It's gauge practices on it. It's a <laughs> like, nice guitar. Woo. It's nice what? to have another one around. What is it? It's just an Epiphone. Oh, But yeah. I loved it's it. Fine. Like, yeah. it's yeah. so Phones pretty. are great, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah they're underrated. Underrated. Nice light. Like sparkly blue. Same, same thing with the new Squires, dude. Those mm-hmm. that yeah. that was my first guitar. Was one of the the newer Squires. And yeah. like That's what I it wanted. was great. The new gold, no golden pier Jag too. Squire, mm-hmm. or no, the Jazzmaster Squire. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it mm-hmm. sounds so good, and it's only like five hundred bucks. The yeah. one that uh, <laughs> the guy in Turnover plays. Oh, oh no, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> It's good. It's I want one of those. Yeah. Um, they've Goosies. got. I think they're called the Broncos. They've got a oh short, yeah. short scale bass. Yeah, the bass. Mm-hmm. Those are so yeah. slick. Yeah. I, they used to have one at AOR mm. back in the day. Yeah. That shit was cool. But Would you guys, if you were to move to California, um, and it looks seems like you are, so it's you know maybe something in the near future. Uh, right. Is I mean, things are more scene oriented in California, from from my understanding. Yeah. Um, is there a specific scene? that you would try and fit into to gain traction or is it just sort of putting yourself out there and then seeing where you would lie you know hmm. the scenes may come to you they yeah, kind of do yeah. yeah i mean the friends that i have down there are more in like the um it's like indie singer songwriter yeah and they mm-hmm. all like like to record on tape and stuff and like <laughs> they all go by their own names and stuff but somehow i feel like otis would just be playing shows with them yeah and it'd be yeah. weird it would be a mix and like that doesn't mean that our music fits into the scene but we definitely like play shows within a scene yeah yeah well and what what made the 80s punk scene scenes across the nation so interesting is because uh, like what we were talking about earlier with the sort of honesty and earnest nature by which they made all of their stuff because they felt such a connection with their each with their individual scenes that they were in mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. right um and so it seems like uh it seems like if you're going to make really good music in uh sorry hold on my my roommates are <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. shut up <laughs> uh and that's on roommates and, that <laughs> and that's that's roommates um but it seems like if you're going to make music in a place that's more populated, especially like L.A., where there's, you know, there's so many people mm-hmm. trying or, you know, just in California in general, so many people trying to make music and do it honestly and mm-hmm. be artists, you know, um, that, it, you know, it almost it's almost like you have to attach yourself to a community of artists who are doing a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and it definitely it helps to have friends who yeah. play. And mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter if they play the same music as you. Just having those friends where, like, you can... Around. Like, we used to play, like... Odos is, like, an emo band. And when we were in high school, it was, like, a two-piece. But we used to play shows with, like, metal bands. <laughs> 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 and, like... And hardcore bands. Yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah. Because we all knew each other and we all supported it. Yeah. And yeah. everyone in the audience supported it. Yeah. yeah. Friends like and uh, local artists I've found are very, very supportive and mm-hmm. uplifting. It's less so about competition and more so about watching everybody succeed. Because yeah. it's so cool to play yes. those shows because everybody's like, yeah. hey, I enjoyed talking to you. Let's play a show together. Hey, yeah. it, uh-huh. it was fun hanging out. Let's fucking go on tour together. Like, I've already had somebody <laughs> say that to me. It's like, 
all right Fine. cool let's freaking yeah. do it let's collab let's yeah. do this let's do this because like it's all about watching everybody succeed which in my eyes like the lincoln scene has definitely been a leading contributor to that yeah. amazement of mine like i'll talk about it till i die the lincoln yeah. scene's beautiful about that like i mean the show with uh death god and then some other like punk bands like that was so that cool was it's the, the diversity yeah. is beautiful yeah. it makes, it mm -hmm. makes for a good show and like it makes for the crowd to be like what's next this is yeah. so cool i yeah. want to go to the next show i want to see this diversity mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i don't yeah. know if that's like the key to success i don't think that's gonna get you very far no, but, but it's, it's gonna make mm -hmm. and it's also gonna make you a lot better because you have so many people around you that care mm -hmm. yeah. and that are mm -hmm. willing to help you yeah. and like will support you and then when you, you wanna, and then when you want to branch out into like other subgenres, exactly. like it like you want a song that has like an electronic part but you have no experience doing like electronic music but you know somebody that's just a producer yeah and they can make like some sick beats for you or whatever mm -hmm. you need yeah. or yeah. you're like or you're just like not sure what you want to make yeah yeah like I sometimes don't. i have no clue what <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, i'm going yeah. for yeah. <laughs> but then i have a friend who's really into this so it's like yeah i'll try that mm -hmm. right yeah. and yeah. it ends up me working yeah yeah like that one time ev had strep and i was i called this fool up and I was like, bro, Ev <laughs> can't play. We're going to play my songs. <laughs> and like, I had five songs written. It's yeah, like I learned the them on drums yeah, like a couple hours like before. Like a couple hours before, so did Carco. And then we just, it was so fun just fucking around, just like playing these new songs. But it was awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of bands that do really <laughs> well have a, have a serious conceptual aspect that go that goes along with their whole thing right mm -hmm. yeah. so if you're odos right and yeah. you and you know and <laughs> yeah. you have <laughs> dwight is the songwriter and he is the figurehead right and he, mm -hmm. he, he he's the guy who gets up on stage and he's like that's the face of odos you know and then <laughs> and then they have a, a solid a solid band behind it um, and you know it's the same sort of thing with the mountain goats. You know maybe he'll play a solo set. You know maybe John yeah. you know he'll have a ba just a bassist along with him or you know a full mm -hmm. band. So as long as you have that sort of uh, that sort of personality that you bring along with you, it seems like you're going to get a whole lot further because it seems like that's almost half the battle. Yeah, if you have just a, a ragtag yes. bunch of kids thrown together and they're yeah. like doing garage band shit, then that's, you know, I mean, it's not going to do as well because people don't have any emotional attachment with that have. lineup or with the people. Right. Yeah. It's it's just sort of like, ah, it's, yeah, and it's more likely yeah. to be a one off thing. But if you are a passion project and you're one guy really hitting it hard, doing everything you can to make your music become an actuality mm. through your own little narrow artistic <laughs> vision, yeah. right? Then yeah. it's it's gonna be way cooler, and people go are gonna think it's badass, badass, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Respect it, yeah. Yeah. So you know, and and I'll I'll talk about this until I die. Is Ween, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you know Ween just started off just wanting to make some really. Just wanted to piss people off, you know, and make really abrasive garbage cassette bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they basically continued doing that up through their entire, you know, existence. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as long as you, as long as you keep the same kind of persona and the same, um, again, artistic vision that you have, it seems like you're going to go a lot further, which is which is fucking awesome. And which is great to see about the credentials, because you guys seem like. A yeah. goddamn holistic unity yeah. that's just plowing. Oh, yeah. Plowing, it'll, yeah. it'll never end. And that's, yeah. what, that's what we all say. Yeah. yeah. Seeing them pl uh, practicing for the uh, the laundry room live set, 
that was really, really, really inspiring because you guys would just like joke and goof around like you're the best of friends because I'm sure you guys are great, great friends. Yeah. And then just time to play and then just ace it every single time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would arguably say like that's one of the keys to success is like I would say there's three like good players, you know, one and then two, you're all homies. Mm-hmm. And then three, you're all in the same headspace as far as writing and where it's going. And like, yeah, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, necessarily not necessarily like n- uh, like totally agreeing, but like, you know, being in the same area. Yeah. It's but useful yeah. to have the, the, the dispute sometimes. Yeah, of like, exactly. Oh, maybe this, maybe that, maybe right. that. You know, because then you find more extravagant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of, you and know. you go down a different yeah. path. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Um, uh, shit. What was I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> we, can ed- we can edit this out. Um, <laughs> fuck. How was it playing with Peachy? Peachy is incredible and awesome, and I hope I'm still playing with him. That's all I'm gonna say. Cause like <laughs> I hit them up, I hit them up and stuff, but I'm I don't know. It's kind of I think it's kind of up in the air, but I I hope I'm still playing drums with him because I love those love those people. Yeah, they're yeah. good folks. They're There's great people. Yeah. Hopefully, and I love the music. Out. The music's incredible. Oh yeah, really great writers. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah, he's he's awesome for sure, man. I wanted you said you were into like the trap scene. Yeah, <laughs> you're into EDM. To an extent, yeah, as well. yeah, like producing and production and all that. Hey. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, that's where it gets difficult. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. is the electronic music because you, yeah. oh yeah. you can record live shit and then mix it to you know a decent degree and it'll sound okay. Right. Um. But uh, what I what I was really curious about is like where do you stand in in terms of rock, you know, or, or punk or you know live yeah. live acoustic music. Right. right. When you're recording with actual microphones, like what do you what do you like? What drives you in terms of that? In in terms of those, that's like. It's like the way I look at music is that'll always be my route is like, you know, acoustic writing in my room, you know, and then taking it to the band and, you know, and it becomes a whole song. But like right now, like, I don't know, it's it's kind of weird because I'm I don't know, I'm young and like I really like a bunch of different things right now because mm-hmm. I'm starting to experiment. So like that's always my route is like, you know, being able to record and songwrite on the like that's my relax. But venturing out on that stuff is like my like learning to tray flip or like you know learning <laughs> yeah, to right. some hard trick you know it's like cool it's like just pushing myself basically and i like doing that you know yeah for sure man expanding myself Dude, yeah. Yeah. always leave room for experiment experimentation i yeah. think it's very <laughs> important yeah almost important as articulation <laughs> <laughs> well uh you said you're into a lot of shit a lot of different shit everything right yeah. um and uh, it seems like uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna do well in music, mm-hmm. particularly you know as in, as an art form, you gotta pick one thing and just roll yeah. with it, you know. Right. And you like to be the utility man, you yeah. know, and doing all kinds of shit everywhere. If you yeah. had to pick one thing that you were going to do in terms of music and roll with it and go hard, what would it be? A genre, an instrument? Oh like shit. A position like okay, producing. that's a tough question. This is this <laughs> is really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> really difficult. <laughs> I got okay. I have two answers to that question. I have one of two. Okay, yeah. one is like either being in like you know my band, and then like you know that working out being my career, or like drumming for like. 
Taylor Swift or Beyonce <laughs> and some shit. Yeah. You know, like drums yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah. And then my other path would be like producing and like writing my own like, you know, rap music. And because mm-hmm. I don't know, I found a weird, very weird passion for that just because like it was also something it was a something I grew up on. But like it started when I was like middle school i guess I, that's when i discovered you know good rap music like uh public enemy you know late eminem albums and like yeah. Uh, yeah. beastie boys yeah wu-tang all the dogs yeah, you know man. um but i don't know it's just crazy so like i just have this crazy view on music where it should just be all together mm-hmm. I, I, i'm curious about yeah. what your thoughts are on uh on the beastie boys check your head album yeah, it's fire. All it's of it. <laughs> it's, all total, it's total yeah. fire, but the cool thing about it is, like, they recorded all of it basically acoustically yeah. in a big old warehouse, right? Yeah. And uh, and they s- just sampled their own instruments. Yeah. Um, is that, is, I mean, that seems like it fits your yeah. entire agenda yeah. perfectly, just like right? Yeah, just like warping everyday sounds into yeah. your, yeah, I love that. My dad, actually, he... <laughs> he had Fruit Loops, and him and his friend would just get super. He told me this. He, he used him and his friend Brian used to get super stoned in his basement, and then he had Fruit Loops, and they would just like you know make sounds on the the you know table and like all this shit, and like put it together. And he showed me a CD they burned. And it was Dude. awesome, and he called it Future <laughs> Pot Robot. Yeah, and it's cool, like lo-fi EDM, like that's awesome. And it's totally like you wow. should really like. I want that. Write a Future Pot Robot song. That's I want saying. access to these files. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm saying, like, Dad, we should print some of these, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. Bad. That'd be a blessing. That seems to the cutting ears. edge. Yeah. What, what year was that? That's gotta be in the Dude, 90s. Dude, like right? that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, 90s, like Beastie Boys when he the Beastie Boys were burned it on a CD. Yeah. You yeah. need it. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight, where did you? Wh- where did music come from to you? Like, why? Wh- why did you start? doing music because um, like he, he says like his dad was into music a little bit like oh wait Dwight before you answer that question could you grab me another beer yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> does anyone else need another beer <laughs> yeah all right. I also want to know what you would focus on if you had to choose one certain thing yeah. to focus on the rest of your life if Seth answers you must okay <laughs> beer reload Okay. <laughs> Bartender, give him a tip. Right, so where give him a tip. Buy yourself something nice. <laughs> the music, uh, yeah. Where did it come from? Um, let's see. Well, your parents must have been. No, no, no. no. Uh, well, my dad was always. Tell them where you're from. Yeah, we want to know where you're from. We want to know your from entire Modesto, life story. California. Yes. Actually, yes. my name. I was just talking about this at the hub. Um, I'm named after Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. Uh, you guys know Buck Owens? Oh yeah. Uh, he has got a song called "Streets of Bakersfield," and Dwight Yoakam does another version with Buck Owens. And um, I was almost born in Bakersfield, which is like Yeehaw Town in, <laughs> in <laughs> Central California. Yes. <laughs> and then, but my parents like wanted me to be born in Modesto, so they rushed up, and I was born in Modesto. But they still named me Dwight after Dwight Yoakam. So I'm named after a country nice. singer, so yeah. that's a start. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. music <laughs> has always go. been a big deal. But then growing up, it was always just like Elton John 
yeah. My dad yeah. was like the biggest Elton okay. John fan. <laughs> my first concert was Elton John and Billy Joel. Whoa, Hell no yeah. way. So wow. That would be yeah, really that's really awesome. Cool. It was their second Dude, tour, the so it was Phase wow. 2, the number two oh, phase. Yeah. Like their <laughs> two <laughs> pianos on the stage. It was cool. Wow. Beautiful. But like. Mine was Zach Brown band. So like you got to I mean, like that's up. also cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. also like not bad. I know people who are like, ah, oh, my first like show was like One Direction or like <laughs> or Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of people that have been like, yeah, I went to Taylor Swift. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Cool. Mine was Jack Johnson. Cool. I'm really proud I'll of that. Okay. that would be I think I love him. Jack Johnson's good. He's so but I think <laughs> I also need to like thank Taylor Swift because my sister started playing guitar when she was listening to Taylor Swift. Oh, oh And yeah? then so I started going into her room. <laughs> playing her guitar and learning stuff. There wow. you go. I was I was listening to like Rise Against at the time. <laughs> so like Swing <laughs> yes. Life Away, I like learned that on her guitar. I was guitar. just crying to a video Would of them <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, we were just listening. They're great. They're uh, they they've got to be one of my all time favorite. One of bands my still, I went and saw them at Red Rocks a couple years back and wow. I cried. I've Not many concerts have made me cry. I've seen them three or four times. That's a great back thing. in <laughs> high school and middle school. Oh. Oh, speaking but of Billy Joel, I I cried at a Billy Joel concert. Three three different times in the concert i started and stopped crying three <laughs> different that times was, was it all yeah. in the it's span beautiful. of piano man <laughs> 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 it was miami 2017 new york state of mind and then he finished off with uh shit what what oh no he did uh where's the orchestra which is like a really deep cut and i was like mm. i can't I know this song i love it i can't believe he played this song anyway. help is Just on the way played at red rocks and i died <laughs> it's so good it's so good but yeah like my family was always none of them my dad wanted to play in high school didn't play or mm. couldn't he took classical guitar and he said his, his fingers weren't made for it so <laughs> he couldn't, that's that's he couldn't my reason too that's part of but the battle he, honestly no it really is and he like talks about this friend who like went on to play classical guitar and he was like kind of jealous of that so he's happy that i'm playing but it was like None of them played, but they were all super critical about the music they listened to. Oh like, my yeah. family, yeah. music was a big deal. Like, what do we listen to in the car? What do we listen to during dinner? Mm. Oh, good. But, but, I mean, like, none of them played. I was just, like, exposed to it. Mm. Sure. And, yeah. like, I didn't just accept anything. as like, oh, yeah, it's what's on the radio. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Right. It's always like you had a choice. Yeah, yeah man. And so I started doing that, and then my sister started playing guitar because of Taylor Swift and stuff, but she also was super into, like, 2000s like emo and stuff when she was in <laughs> high school huh. it's like taking back sunday say anything yeah. nice. uh the format you know the format the it's like do you know format. fun yeah fun yeah. it's his old it's his band really? before wow no super emo <laughs> and it's like poppy <laughs> music awesome. it's like that. fun and like energetic but it's just like like he has a song talking about like tying the noose and kicking the chair Oh my god! Damn, like Ooh. his lyrics are really so. It's like yeah. the drums yeah. in a intense. Way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I love them. Where like, you think it's uh, happy on the surface if you're not listening to it? Yeah, right. You kind of. You know, some of those fun shit. songs had that that same like writing style. Yeah, y you could hear it if you paid uh -huh. attention. You know, like what was that one where it's like my seat's been replaced by a pair of sunglasses? Like he's talking about real shit. Yeah. Like. No. Yeah. I don't, is he doing ice shit anymore? I don't know. I could usually tell the difference though. I'm like, oh, this is the format or this is fun. But some songs do kind of like, I can't tell who it is because they are pretty. Yeah. You know, emo. But oh. so my sister played that or listened to that and played guitar. And so I picked up the guitar and like tried to play emo music. <laughs> and then ended up, yeah, I still play emo music. Got a positive turnout. <laughs> yeah. Now you're calling. 
Did you ever record music when you were younger? Was that yeah, something you were into? Yeah, uh, yeah, in like in uh, seventh or eighth grade in my digital media class, mm. like a computer skills class, we um, learned Audacity. Nice. Do you guys ever do Audacity? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That's how. Fr- uh, that's how Single Take recorded everything. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy, and like my dad had a little like desktop microphone, little skinny thing that came off. The oh desk yeah. Nice. That. And so. I ended up just taking that and putting it in my room, and then I was, like, I was learning about that. S- I was already playing guitar and listening to, like, bands, and then I realized that I can record, like, multiple things and layer them over <laughs> each other. Like, I never <laughs> thought of that before, <laughs> and I was like, I could play this thing, and then I could just, like, loop it on the computer, and then I could just <laughs> record over that. How old were it's you? It's like, no way. I think it was seventh that's crazy. Was seventh or eighth grade. That's wow. Crazy. I don't yeah. remember. That's I early. have that's awesome. actually I have it on on Bandcamp. <laughs> so for <laughs> some reason I don't know where I got the name. I wanted I was called Conclusion. That was Conclusion. My, that was my art like my whatever. <laughs> right. First Cats name. out of the box yeah. now. Conclusion. So conclusionbc.bandcamp.com. You can still find my eighth grade recording. Nice. On audacity nice. and it's super emo and i'm like what am i even talking about <laughs> <laughs> because like i wasn't going through anything at the time yeah. uh, oh, maybe i struggle. had a little crush and i, I yeah. Yeah, looking back at old writing or something i was just talking about that today there's a feature on facebook messenger where you can like type in someone's name and just see messages from like 2009 or 2010 like i was in like fifth grade typing on facebook about like my first crush and like reading that it's, it's a, like <laughs> what it's yeah. a little I was so emo but it's i didn't know why like, yeah. it's a little embarrassing but also at the same it's time beautiful. it's beautiful it's great yeah. that i was yeah. i've i'm working on a piece right like just a, <laughs> like not even anything i'll probably end up publishing uh-huh. but it's just about how like my life has come to a lot of like points where i like have to like realize something about myself you know and it's yeah. every december i've noticed that every single december for the past five years I've had something really interesting or traumatic happen that has made me realize something about myself or realize my self-worth, something like that. And so literally five years in a row. That's crazy. So I'm very nervous for this December (laughs) to see how (laughs) I can, hoping that there can be maybe a positive conclusion to this piece instead of... (laughs) See? Oh my goodness. It's (laughs) it's great to look back. Do you guys ever like... Do you look at your old recordings a lot? I listen I to my myself I a lot. Honestly, here's, here's a here's a funny story. I also well, I sit and listen to this podcast a lot. <laughs> Me <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun just to hear conversations yeah. with people. Uh, but uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I um, I was in this drama class and we had to, we had this poetry project where we had to write uh, X amount of poems and then uh, he would critique them and like you know and give us you know just the just his opinion or whatever and. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to take, th- take this to the next level, and I'm going to sit in my room all day. I took an entire Saturday. It's before I was working anywhere. And uh, I wrote an entire album's worth of Damn. songs in a day Damn. And, and wrote poems along with them and wrote them all in this sheet. And I made a tape. I made a cassette tape of all of the all the songs that you I wrote. You played them? I, I sang wow. and I, I sang and I played and my, my tape deck had a... It's like some Frito disco shit <laughs> where you wrote like a song every day. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Well, there was a there was a left and a right input microphone, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a quarter inch jack microphone on the tape deck. And so I, I, I did one mic on my vocals and one mic on the guitar and I just uh, I just recorded a bunch of songs just like that. In a, in a in a day and then turned it in the next day uh-huh. of course because yeah. I'm you know I'm lazy and I and I Amazing. do everything right before it's due um, 
and uh, and I, I I asked my my old drama teacher. Now he he works at uh, East High School, and I was like, Hey, do you funk. still have that funk? Yeah, I was oh like, yeah. Hey, do you still have that tape? He's like, Nah, it's gone. I was like, Oh, That's that was the that monster. was the one copy of you all of his songs that I wrote. <laughs> Come on, man. Do you have them written down anywhere? The no, I gave or? him everything. Uh, yeah, so Mr. now Honk. it's it's gone forever, and I really I I really wish that he still had that. So That's crazy. What grade was that? That was freshman year of high school. That's wow. fu- it's funny that you uh, had him because I had him for my senior year. Like, uh, what are the advanced classes called? Like uh, the advanced composition class. Yeah. Where I I was going because I just wanted to continue working on my songwriting because that's when I was just writing all the time and i was like hey instead of writing a story every week and turning it in for my project how about i just write you a song every week and send it to you and he's like hell yeah (laughs) nice (laughs) that's awesome wow Um, that's crazy mr funk is the best see and that's what he's awesome that's what teachers should be about yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> letting le- especially when you're like uh, <laughs> teaching cre- creative yeah. things, right? Let is them have the freedom. Mm-hmm. And if like you took the initiative to think of that and then go up to him and ask if he can do that, like hell yeah, yeah. Run even even that. science teachers too. Like I had a science teacher in high school, and we had to do a project. We were doing some dumb physics shit, and I was like, ah. I don't know I don't about this, do <laughs> but I know how to make myself a Vandy Grab generator. So <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to with a PVC pipe and a rubber band and a Coke can, you know. And yeah. so I, I just I made it and I brought it in. She was like 100%. Like, nice. you got it. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you have those old conclusion uh, recordings published mm-hmm. somewhere. They're because band camp, yeah. my, my first band, uh, Garden Party. When I was 16, I recorded my first song, Gluten Free Pizza, and it, I'm pretty sure it's still on Spotify Good. and all that shit. Wow. Garden party? All right, I'll look it up. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Old awesome. homies from Illinois. Yeah. Is that, is that Gordon Lighthouse? He does garden party? Going to a garden party. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, if you looked up our name on Spotify, it was like that song would show up. I don't remember if it was that guy. Yeah, but that song. Edison Lighthouse. Party. That's that's his name. Yeah, yeah. it would show Gordon up Lightfoot. Always. Yeah, Gordon, Gordon Lightfoot, Lightfoot is what yeah, I was that's, say. that's it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh Seth, my god. Do you have any uh, early early projects that you still have like in the in the the record books? I have like, um, well, first of all, I have like this little tape thing that I used to have, and I would just, you know, record and play my guitar and sing on it. I'll do like Nirvana covers and like nice. you know songs, maybe songs I've written and stuff. But uh, similar to your, what happened to you? Yeah. Uh, at AOR Academy of Rock, uh, mm. my first band I was ever in. Well, second band I was ever in. The first band I was ever in, I kind of got thrown into, but it was awesome. We did like you know Maiden covers and oh Metallica. My Wait, what? What? What Maiden songs? Uh, no, no, no. It. I don't even remember the name, dude. <laughs> but like it was, it was crazy. It's heavy we, shit. Yeah, Classic it was crazy. I think heavy. we did, we did like the Trooper, <laughs> and then nice. the that trooper! would be hard. Yeah, I love that song. I can play like a guitar too. Oh, that's but, fun. But anyways, Big Red Rejects. Uh, yeah. If mm. y- y'all y'all know what that is, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Big Red Rejects. That's that was. Yeah. Did you ever play a show at like a battle of the bands? Yeah, like we yeah we were. Oh my god! We played for like two or three years <laughs> in like middle wasn't school. Jo- John <laughs> like, in a, like a 
Rocka band like played? At yeah, Academy scene? of Rock. Yeah, Big Red Rejects. Oh yeah. my I think, god! I think I tried out for you. <laughs> did you ever have tryouts? <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, I, I totally tried out for Big Red Rejects too, back in the That's day. My dope. grandma Linda and took me and my cousin Ivy to that show, and that was the f- that was actually my first sh- first show ever like first sh- like oh like yeah. DIY show like I had literally only been to Jack Johnson at that point and <laughs> I was four years old or no I'm sorry that's wrong I was six years old when I went to Jack Johnson and we got kicked out after two songs so like <laughs> this was my first why'd you get kicked out <laughs> how do you get kicked oh out of the most peaceful kind of actually <laughs> really sad my mom was just like my mom is sober now but she was drinking at that point uh, and she had been like kind of drunk and she was standing on the stairs that you're not supposed to stand on and the security guard was like hey man and she was like uh i'm chilling man (laughs) he was like okay get the fuck out of here and like he threw us down the stairs like your mom is a legend though no she is an absolute legend but that john haroon still had glasses at that point i remember just being awestruck i was like i want to do this yeah that shit was awesome i was actually gonna say earlier i'm so jealous of all your guys' stories of like looking back at these old recordings or old music pieces <laughs> because i have only had experience with like shitty free verse poetry and writing that's all i've ever worked with and i'm just now at 19 or almost 20 getting to that point of kind of like oh this could work as music yeah you know we all so come from somewhere you guys so were you know. very inspiring to me i was like <laughs> grandma this uh, take me yeah. to more this is so cool <laughs> i made that connection like like my junior year of high school i was like wait john haroon was the dude that like was in big red rejects or whatever or uh, academy of rock or whatever yeah tell me more about big red rejects yes please oh yeah but we yeah we recorded this little ep and then like i i guess crazy story like a power outage happened like while we were doing it and like i guess like it fucked up some shit and we never got him Ah, we never got him, dude. And we got we heard him before the night before it happened, yeah. and it was like pretty kick ass, you know. Yeah, damn. And so like that was a similar story. But after uh, that, I guess probably like early histrionic, you know, that was crazy. We did like we did a little EP, and that was fun. Fuck yeah, yeah. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever see single take play? Curiosity. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> nah, no, no. Okay. Okay. That, did you ever meet John Haroon? Nah. John Haroon? He no, no, no. I met. No, I yeah. met him. That's yeah. my homie. But I never, yeah. I never, like the last I heard from that dude was like when he was like with the homies from the way out on their tour. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Th- that's the last I heard from that dude. So I like didn't know any of his bands or any of that shit. But I loved him. Like I was the same he's as you. I was guy, like, that yeah. dude's awesome. Oh yeah, and he yeah. continues to and like he still kicks ass. Yeah, like he's, he's up a, in Philly. He's a promoter. Like yeah, yeah, he's doing lots ass of shit. Over in Philly. Yeah. I try and I try and buy whatever when uh, any of his tapes that he yeah. releases on his label because yeah. I'm like, man, you, you just know you have this knack of how to yeah. do it. You know, yeah. I, mean, I hope he's, he's an inspiration to me for sure. You know, I hope John listens to every episode of this podcast <laughs> because so we mention him so he can smile every, <laughs> every time. single time we <laughs> mention yeah. him John every time. Yeah. five minutes <laughs> you guys need to get him in here yeah, yeah, yeah I know. honestly fly him out during a break he always comes back for thanksgiving hey, so <laughs> john yeah. if you're listening it's on do we know episode. what he's going to school for yeah, music he production. Mu- uh, oh, no, okay. m- uh, music business. Music business. Fitting. A- at Drexel. That's good. So I yep. almost went there for wow. the same reason he's going because Modern yeah. Baseball recorded there. <laughs> <laughs> first <laughs> album there. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, 
a beautiful scene, though. <laughs> Modern <Peter>. baseball. <laughs> hey, 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 don't hey, even, ah, come on, don't even do it. <laughs> what? No, I'm no, not, you I'm not, come on. I'm not dissing on modern baseball or anything, but they're just, I don't know, they're just, uh, I don't know. I, I see them as just another emo rock band. I think oh, that the I'm first so first album, what is sports? Yeah, or yeah, it was really sports. good. It's really yeah. good. Okay. Anything after that, I. Come on, didn't they listen only to, got and I honestly didn't. <laughs> I disagree with that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the only time I heard them after that album was like in a band store or something. I will Holy say Ghost I cry every time. Like Holy Ghost. Uh, I'm very sad that that oh was their last man, album because that dude. was really. Their Wait, are they most broken up now? A lot I of people. Went and saw uh, them right that was their most up. like well put together, well written. <laughs> that that album means a lot to a lot of people, and I respect that. Yeah. Like yeah. it must mean that it's good. It's not for oh, yeah. me, I, I don't it, think, I, but I guess it, I, I I'm glad that it it's like I mean, I have multiple friends. It's like that album like kind of saved me, you know. Yeah, it yeah, resonates. I have just yeah. such a big spot in my heart for them because they were like my entire high school. They were exactly. what they yeah, were what too. started me getting into like different genres because yeah. I was me just too. at like Black Keys and Jack White. <laughs> <and> like, that <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. That, they're very fucking good. Like, yeah. right? Um, but once I, I I was exposed to them just doing their own shit and doing it by themselves, and I was like, hmm, maybe I can do this. And then I started writing, you know, my shitty modern baseball type <laughs> music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's more relatable. Yeah, you know, exactly. It is Midwest, you know. Exactly. So. Yeah. Now that they're broken up, it gives me more motivation to go listen to their discography with sort of have like you listened to sports i have i've listened to sports before but you know reanalyze it you should yeah. listen yes. to uh their ep oh, what? i don't remember the name sadly but the one where it has the water boy returns on it that is like one of their best songs i'm, I'm really glad that jake ewald uh who was like half of their writing because there was the two singers um I'm really, really glad that he is still writing for Slaughter Beach Dog, his own project. Oh, nice. Because he uh, is so, so... I didn't know about that. So good. Oh, That's it's... Dope. Look it up. Slaughter Beach Dog. That's he's got dope. some great... He's like a folk folk rock guy. Now. Nice. He's really good. Oh, That's sick. So Where do you stand in terms of folk rock, Seth? Uh, I don't listen to it. No? It fucking but kills. <laughs> but, I'll, you know, I'll mess with it. You know, yeah? Like yeah? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm down to for anything. So they it's har- it's harder shit. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, well, in terms of rock, where what you know, what are you into? Uh, well, my main is always like you know Nirvana, the whole Seattle scene. I yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I get a lot of that Nirvana sound in the credentials, but yeah. it, it, it comes Love through it. in such yeah, a sure. such a good way. Yeah. And Especially to see to see Ev together. writing, yeah, yeah, right. To see Ev writing, yeah, that sort of music is like yeah. okay, yeah, that and and then you bring that same yeah. sort of energy, and that's what makes it that collective exactly. unit like right? the, the yeah. beginning was like more classic oriented but once we started writing together because you know he he did the same thing he had these songs anyone would play but after we started writing together like it started to take on that like grunge mm-hmm. sound that vibe you know was yeah. he sort of what was he the catalyst of that was he the one yeah. that brought y'all together yeah because because basically uh, at that point i was in histrionic and the you know middle to ending stage of mowing clovers you know probably actually i was gonna ask about Will. mowing clovers if y'all yeah. were doing anything because uh, i remember i i played a show with y'all once yeah you were really good yeah you did a you nirvana cover it. actually yeah and what, 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 what nirvana cover i have to know oh, I, don't I think it'd be i think it was all apologies that's oh, that's yeah. what we did cover yeah. i think 
I mean, I'm always down to play with that fool, you know? I just don't He's have his good. number anymore. Will, right? Will, yeah. yeah. I just don't have his number anymore, but I would love to do that again. It was so much fun, you know, like all yeah. those punk songs. And He's, a, He's a big, like, classic rock fan, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's in a mistaken, got yeah. quite a big <laughs> following so far. They're doing really great things. The, yeah. the front man seems rad. She's got, like, a, a cool persona going on. Very, nice. very, very rock. Rock. How do you how do you feel, Seth, about like the whole persona of artists, like having like stage names and having like outfits and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff? Where do, how, where do you stand on that? I think it's I think it's a person to person basis. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, yeah. certain people have that aura where it's like, oh, that's fucking Prince. You know, mm, that's, yeah. You know, like like all that shit. That's Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Scott, like I know that's his real name. That might not be his real. That's not his real name, is it? I don't even no know. Tra- Travis Scott. Yeah, is that his real name? I, I don't so. think so. I know, f- uh, isn't that? I don't know. That's what, that'd be a weird <laughs> name change. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's but a good name, powerful name. But anyways, my yeah. The point being is like it. It should. It should be like personal. Like it shouldn't just be something that you just throw out. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like uh, if the the persona identifies you more than you feel like maybe your own name or just like your plain garb like you would usually wear if like once you're up on stage if you really feel like you need to be this person a different person yeah then like sometimes it leads to more powerful performances but i you're totally right where it's like an artist to artist basis yeah not every artist should be like an entire persona. Yeah, not everybody needs to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like also those people that are almost like actors in a way when they get on stage. Yeah. You know what Sometimes I mean? Sometimes it's like they're, they're putting mm-hmm. on like uh, not just like a musical performance, but like an, an identity performance. Yeah, and that's why I think Kurt should have totally had his per- persona on stage because <laughs> he was totally like just this, yeah, dude, like peace and love. And then he got on stage and he's like, nah. <laughs> Kill everybody, <laughs> you know, like that was. You yeah. should have a name for that, you know. Exactly. Like, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah, about yeah. David Bowie too. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the classic example exactly. of somebody who's taking on different personas and that's doing cool. a different stage show versus yeah. ba- you know, based on their yeah. persona, like the whole Thin White Duke thing, right? Yeah. And and uh, you know, uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 just interesting to see the stages that different bands go through when they have. Like, say they put out a specific album that's this one specific vibe, and then they create a stage show based on that. Yeah. It's like, wow, man. That's a production. <laughs> yeah, that's a production. Like, that's like they're actually, especially it's with, a like... Whole theatrical performance. Exactly. Because, like, there's people that are hired for, like, lights and pyrotechnics and all this shit yeah. that's going on. The first, the first show that I saw, you guys were talking about your first shows, it was Sticks. And uh, yo, no yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> I have like yeah. a ton of vinyl of them, bro. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. but like, um, they, you know, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, but I don't know the guy. The guy that ra- made them super theatrical kind of ruined the band. Yeah, you know, like he he tried to do this, that, and the other thing, and it just, you know, I mean it making concept albums, you know, like the whole Kilroy is here album yeah. is like, eh, you know, <laughs> like Mr. Roboto's cool, but I don't know about the rest of that. Like yeah. they, they're trying to do all this shit and it's like, I don't know. It's just, it just, it doesn't work as well because it's, they, they focus less on the music and more on 
Just the concept. Yeah, and my thing with the concept. Yeah, exactly. Stupid as shit. My whole thing with the concept album is like, it can't be forced. It has to happen. Like after you record it, you're like, oh shit, this has a concept and a story. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you listen to like uh, old Kanye and like uh, all that stuff that you know, Life of Pablo, man. Mm. That's, that's a what concept I'm album as fuck. And like he didn't. He just had like similar artists and like he did like you know like you know round it in his perspective mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but right. uh he at the end it was just kind of like a whole concept you know and that's yeah I, th- I don't think you should force it no know? i was watching pink floyd's the wall movie yeah on vhs last night at the mez because i was bored as shit and so I, w- I told dwight i was gonna yeah. do that so i went to the i went to the mez and i watched the entirety of the wall and i was like <laughs> i i was analyzing the different um the different experiences that Roger Waters had and that he was drawing from to create this story and a lot of it was like his own yeah right i mean the the main character's name pink floyd you yeah. know what i mean yeah. it's never it's never said fully that his name is pink floyd but they refer him as pink and mr floyd in the movie right yeah. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> uh i but wonder how many people in the us are named pink Floyd. <laughs> 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 yeah, I honestly do. Uh, there's tons to them, I'm sure, are, are named Pink, middle name Floyd, something, yeah. right? And there has to be. But I mean, Pink you Floyd know, Waters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but you could, you could fucking tell it was genuine, you know? Because he was talking about how his dad died in the war and yeah. his growing up as being a major musical figure in the 70s with all of that shit going on, right? And then and then coming to terms with that, and then I, I my my own perspective on it was that uh, he was portraying in that movie his own perception of himself, which was interesting. Even though he's not like a burnout drug addict, you know, yeah. uh, it, it was it was him being like, okay, this this is what this is this is what is so easily happening to all of these people and mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. could happen to me if that i wasn't fe- so fucking self-aware right yeah, and what it feels like type yeah and i'm not a roger waters fan but that i i think that's interesting and i think that that coincides with a lot of other concept albums that have happened over time and i think that's a lot that's that's really fucking cool and that's why i kind of want to create a concept album myself because um i don't know man it, it, having a story to tell like dwight was talking about earlier with the um with the song about the guy who was yeah. in the hotel room right yeah, King Park. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it 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 just reaches to a much broader, more personal level, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I, I like to see that. I like to see that in music because it's an emotional uh, reflection mm-hmm. yeah. for yeah. the most part. The, which is tight. the damsels are in the process of writing a song right now that's um, based around somebody using, you know drugs and psychedelics as self-medication for Mm -hmm. mental health that is undiagnosed and they're just trying to do what they can to mitigate their own brain from harming themselves Mm -hmm. you know yeah and the the dangers that come from that so like uh, it's like it's personal yeah i mean we obviously like obviously we are we have a person that was the influ- the inspiration behind mm-hmm. the song, you know, and it it really does like when it's your own music, even like when you're writing it and you're in the process of 
trying to get those words just perfect to get that emotion across like in the way that you actually want it to because it can be perceived in so many ways and that's the beauty of it but it also is important to get the message across that we want across and so you know that comes with everything and we um so danny right wrote the um the guitar part that we're we were basing he was doing a jam and me and ryan were were sitting there writing the song uh together and we were trying to figure out who was playing the drums with danny in the the iphone recording that was happening and you know after a bit of back and forth like that's not me on drums that's Mm. not me on drums Mm -hmm. and you know ryan was just like oh shit that's everett yeah yeah wow (coughs) yeah Yeah. Mm. talking about psychedelics and self-medication um the worst thing about that is that psychedelics will amplify a depressive state you know yeah Yeah. as opposed Mm -hmm. to alcohol Mm -hmm. which you know makes you just forget about stuff you know and just sort of be at ease with whatever pain that you have going on whereas psychedelics will be like okay i'm this oh shit what am I going to do about this? You know, yeah. and it, and it might make you confused and might sort of scatter your thoughts a little bit, but yeah. I, it, it can just worsen things. That's really know? interesting you say that. I actually feel like the complete opposite, which is really, really I cannot even take a sip of alcohol. It just makes my mental health deplete. Like even after one day I have a breakdown, like I just know that that is not for me and I shouldn't have done it. Yeah, well, it's worse for you, too. And I it mean, is, it physically, is. Physically, so. Yeah, exactly. And then By all means. when it comes to psychedelics, I have experimented in the past. I'm a, high, I'm a, I'm a teenager, <laughs> not a high schooler. God, I almost said I was a high schooler. That's weird. <laughs> but, uh, so the only things I've tried is shrooms. But shrooms, you know, you feel like yourself. I mean, I, I feel like myself, and I don't feel like myself sometimes on a normal basis. You don't get that ego death? No, I Mm. feel like I am in the right headspace and I can finally fully focus and kind of get my head clear. And I there's a really interesting, really interesting documentary on Netflix and uh, Carrie Fisher, who actually played Princess Leia, obviously. It's crazy Uh, how that doc came out like two years after after her death. death, She had she had filmed for that. And so they released uh, her part in it. And she had talked about how uh, not on shrooms, but on acids, so psychedelics. Uh, she had felt like herself and she had talked to a therapist about that and asked why it was that she felt normal on psychedelics and he's like couldn't tell you yeah. <laughs> but good for you keep doing what you're doing man like it, it it helped her from what she had said it helped her separate herself from princess leia because that wasn't her yeah and so she had like said about how she was naked on a beach hanging out with a friend on acid and yeah. these people were like oh my god it's princess leia paparazzi and she was just like who is that? Like, that's not me. Yeah. And she like got sober and she was like, oh my goodness. That's you know? what they yeah. were doing. So <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck it's this. Very, it's <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, I don't know, no one should really like put down or like, you know, whatever it is that, you know, makes you feel better. But, Oh, if never. It like never. It, like but yeah. if it becomes a problem, exactly. yeah. that's when it, and you that's know, what that's when it should be, about. you know, said, you know, and something should come of it. When it comes to dependency or when it comes a crutch, you know, right. It becomes you uh, have to know how to be okay without it to be able to be okay on it, right? And then off of it once you're sober. Like there's so something yeah. there's something okay with like re- like relief, but like yeah. like you said, overindulging. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody somebody well, said Dwight that you were straight edge for a while. <laughs> I, I, I said that. that. I don't know. I oh, I think oh. it was Levi. Hagen, oh, actually. just another time. Yeah. Yeah. He said that you were like well, straight edge for a while or something. I guess. I mean, it wasn't legal for me anyway, so I don't know. <laughs> <if> I <could laughs> yeah, call yeah. He was just edge. following the but law. In, but <laughs> in high school, like yeah, all my friends did drink and smoke weed and stuff, and I never touched it. And I thought I was always gonna be straight edge. Yeah. Yeah. Just I did it for like a month or two for like myself. I don't like know why. To prove. Same. I, I think yeah, that. same. For me, it was yeah, like I the, it. like, yeah. I listened to too much Minor Threat, and it was like, <laughs> oh, you're yeah. po- if you're doing this, you're poisoning same, yourself. Same. You're not going to yes, live as long. Dude, you're not going to exa- be as healthy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, why would I want to do that? Well, al- at least you didn't, like, tattoo huge X's on your knees or something. <laughs> oh, my like God. That, I know? have X on your throat I have some pretty, like, like, hardcore straight edge friends yeah. like in Southern California. Yeah. They got it tattooed People and everything, and like they're, I mean, still they follow still that. Still yeah. going hard. I think yeah. so. Yeah. It's lifestyle. It's, it's very beating up drunk yeah. kids it's and whatever. I've told myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when you're yeah. supposed to lose me. Yeah. <laughs> I told myself until I was 15 that I would be straight edge, and I've been telling myself since I was 15 that I would become straight edge again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's hard. It's just, you know, it's, it's not hard. Realistic. It, it, it's no. yeah. it isn't. Yeah. And you. Yeah. I really like. Yeah. things <laughs> it's hard to like be like i could be cool without it well like, I, I think know it's, it's fun sometimes it's it goes again to like the certain type of person exactly it yeah. goes to every certain type of person because there's people that you know have that mentality it's just like you can't like you know you can't you stress know about situation. it exactly because some people are just like cool without it and that's just how they were born that's just how like it makes sense to them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like I don't how know. they were raised. It's yeah. how they were raised. Yeah, it, like the, a bunch of factors. So I, d- I know weird. people that are goddamn potheads, like all day, every yeah. day, chiefing, and yeah. they are fully functional, yeah. successful, <laughs> beautiful yeah. people. Look They're at Elon yeah. Musk. I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, that dude. Like, he, you know, he, he fucking totally goes through more weed than me. Like <laughs> <laughs> Joe yeah. Rogan podcast, he played that off. Nah. You know? yeah. Yeah. he was like, yeah, it's alright. Yeah, it's okay. You know, he came in there stoned yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Come, on. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, <laughs> give me a break. He's with, uh, oh God, what's her name? Gr- uh, Grimes. Grimes. <laughs> I always have, a tr- have trouble. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure his entire business model has been just like high dude. ideas. Like, dude, I should make like a car. like a truck that's like cyber and shit (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like everyone has these big ideas with when they're high he's like he's just the only one that's like follow through on a high idea i got the money to fucking do it let's do it what if i fucking built a spaceship what if we fucking went to space what if we just like Built an elevator to the moon. We yeah. He's just the one that followed through. Well, no, I listened to Seth Rogen talk about that too. You know, he's like, you know, all these people have high ideas about yeah. some funny yeah. concept for a movie, and I'm like the only one who follows through. Yeah, you know? <laughs> dude, I seriously have said I want to be that person. I want to be that person that's just like, do it. I wish yeah. I had the fun because <laughs> yeah. like, there's so many fun ideas. Like. And I swear I'm part genius, like not to toot my own horn, but like, you know, I don't remember. I think it was like two years ago. They started doing this experimentation with like a disposable or a decomposable Decomposable. plastic that they like vacuum seal around produce so that when produce gets knocked around in shipment to stores, it's not 
cut and then oxidized and then people are like eh, and then it's just a bunch of food waste this way they can like make sure it's safe and i thought of that <laughs> i thought of that. i was like what i'm sick of these bananas having cuts on them like i know it doesn't matter but it bothered yeah. me or my pears having little freaking i was like just vacuum seal some some nice environmentally yes. safe plastic and then it happens like i should have just been like money make it boom yeah. i could have been rich yeah. i could have well, been rich damn it yeah and that whole idea like having an idea and having the funds to do it mm-hmm. i think that's really like a problem with music right now oh my god <laughs> with, it's with yeah. everything with yeah. like i mean everyone is getting big like billy eilish yeah and, i mean even and she like had phoebe, phineas in her even people in like our scene like phoebe bridgers and mm-hmm. stuff they were already rich and like we all have great ideas, but it like we soul. work job, <laughs> like yeah. we work right, right, right. a lot, yeah. and so they have the ideas, but then they're able to just spend all of their like mm. time and effort on that. Yeah, yeah. I find yeah. myself I think that toxically that's like, jealous yeah. of those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a problem with music because you're yeah. only it's like perpetuating like you're only getting this like poppy rich Same. like perspective yeah. in yeah. it. Right. That's yeah, all. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. I, don't know. I have I have this specious perspective where i'm like i can i can come home there's there's you know 18 hours in a day and i can do you think uh, yeah (laughs) i can can get up at six and go to work and then come home and then Mm -hmm. make music until until 10 30 when i fall asleep right and it's like no man no No. i go to work and i'm on my feet for seven hours Mm -hmm. right and i'm exhausted and i come home and i'm like my brain is shot there's no way i can make (laughs) music right and then the hours go pass and like it feels like a second like yeah it's it's two hours. Uh-huh. Dwight and I at a wall. Dwight and Literally I did that today at the hub day. cafe yeah you know and yeah. and now we're, we're yeah all day and now and we're here yeah and yesterday I worked all day too and I got mm-hmm. home and I was like I'm gonna play music all night and it just like you flew need, by you know? and I I played for two hours and I got like one small idea. <laughs> you need time every you day for your time. brain to shut off too. Yeah. Yeah. You need time yeah, to do true. shit, but you, you have to, to shut your brain off or there's just no way you're going to keep that shit running. You've got to have a break. Yeah. Yeah. And I find I, I, myself struggling with that. Yeah. I, I, I find myself just like watching the TV for no reason and not giving my brain a second to just like silence, lay down and then get back to work. Water. All right, let's go. Yeah. 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 You know, exactly. I, I feel like a piece of shit sometimes because uh, I've got like mixing projects I'm supposed to be doing, but then I work all day. And when I get home, I'm like, I'm way yeah. too tired to just try and get in the zone for multiple yeah. and hours. What sucks is, and what sucks is all day at work, you're like, I'm hyped to do this. I'm hyped to do this. Mm-hmm. And then you get home and you're like, wait. I but smoke. there's a couch and there's <laughs> weed mm. and there's a beer and my dog and my dog and video games. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what am I gonna YouTube. do? YouTube. Yeah. That's that's my vice. Is that's is a rabbit hole. You, it's a rabbit mm-hmm. hole, man. Yes. I'll just sit. And, I'll sit and watch, you know, tiny desk concerts till I oh fall asleep, God. and then, I'm <laughs> and then the day's shot. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's, it's just like, gone. oh man. You feel like you're productive when you're watching shit. You're like, I'm learning something. <laughs> you're, you're probably maybe not. you are. Yeah. You know? Maybe yeah. you end up. Maybe you yeah. never know. Yeah, depends on whether I'm high or not. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll whether or not I'll remember everything yeah. that I've learned yeah. from that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know that's the beauty in doing we you know smoking every just once in a while because then you're like, oh, remember that time I got high and I had this idea, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not <laughs> just completely cloudy all the time. That's yeah. my that's my thing right now is I'm just like taking it 
uh, smoke by smoke, and I'm really, I'm really taking in the ideas that I get and and processing them to to actualization, and then you know, that's I think that's the way that it probably should be done. But that's just me personally, you know. I can't speak for everybody in that respect. I'm really glad that, I mean. There's not much positive that have come out of the recent months for just about anybody, I can assume. But at least we've had some time to sit at home, you know? Like, yeah. I know a lot of people. Yeah. I, I, I have a very uh, driven friend group and close peer group, whatever. Even my mom. Like, I just see these people continuously work their asses off day after day and never have time to shut their damn brains off, you know? And it's awful. And that's one good thing is I've seen, like, a lot of people just sit down and go, what can I do positively with my time? Like, what can I do, like, to have fun and, like, be successful? I've seen a lot of musicians try new shit, and, like, it's going it's going good, even yeah. without the physical interaction with people. Social media, it's going good, you know? Yeah, That's man. awesome. I'm happy for people. For the Lincoln scene in specific, I feel like, or at least I have this thought in the back of my mind that everybody is just, like, sitting down, waiting, writing, waiting for mm-hmm. the moment. I, I see Seth. Uh, Seth is just nodding and grinning because it's just, I'm sure it's just gonna, gonna be a roar. Uh-huh. Uh, exactly. If I'm still, ah. if I'm still fucking here, you know, like yeah. <laughs> who knows if you know? Because I, I wanna, I wanna move in like May or April of next year. Oh, so like, wow. if that's if it's shit still going on, you know, you never know. Like yeah, take it day by day. Yeah. Hopefully exactly. you're around to see it, dude. That would be so awesome if like we could within like you know mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad to think of like next summer being when everything happens. Like I'm going to Riot Fest next summer, and that's the only thing I have planned so far. And like I'm hoping it can be full, like a full year. But I'm thinking you're probably right with the whole summer thing, which is a bummer. I found myself like actually really depressed without Mm -hmm. shows. Me too. Mm -hmm. Like I was like I was really getting really deep thinking because I, you know, I was kind of feeling off, and I was Mm -hmm. like, what's really missing? And it's that like means of connection. That yeah, that public like uh-huh. exposure of seeing everybody I love, like all all of you people in here, and like plus you know like ten, fifteen other people that <laughs> every time I see them, I'm like, let's be honest, more like thirty. Give them a big old <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Give <laughs> a, yeah. Y'all pull y'all pull That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Give them a big old hug, and it's like it's great to see these people. You know, I miss yeah, that man. shit, and like. I think that's what's missing from my Every time we have an episode, every time we have a new guest, I like, as soon as we get in the car about to leave, I'm just like, I feel so fulfilled. Like, it's not very often anymore I can find myself, like, just sitting down and having a good conversation and a good time and just connecting with people. Like, I miss making new friends and, like, getting to know people more and, like, finding out things I didn't know, like... It's yeah. just a good time. And maybe ha- actually having going out and having a good time. Like yeah, yeah, and it <laughs> took me <laughs> a lot. Yeah. To do. I was a late <laughs> bloomer. It took me a long time to, like, get out into the scene and, like, put myself out there and try to make yeah. friends. I was anxious. I wasn't like everybody else, like, no, yeah, in it, my eyes. It can be w- it's definitely weird from the outside, for like, especially going in. Like, mm-hmm. I noticed that touring, like, coming into different scenes. It's Yeah, it's intimidating. Ve- yeah, it's a very intimidating not knowing people and, like, where to go and, like, you know, who knows who, mm-hmm. all that stuff. What are they going to think? Yeah. You, start, <laughs> pay, you yeah. start paying attention to the wrong things. You're like, mm-hmm. why are these people Am deciding to smoke their cigarette now? Yeah. Yeah. Am I wearing the right <laughs> shoes? Am yeah. I wearing the right hat? I don't know. Right. How's my yeah. hair? Am I too drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Should I be sober right now? Yeah. <laughs> Man, 
I, I guess the main thing the main thing that I miss is running a venue. And can't um, imagine. And uh That's probably a great feeling. Oh, it's fucking awesome. How's that man. Feel? It's oh it it you know, it's like uh it's like the entirety of the Lincoln music scene is just like Sticking their junk in your face. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Give me more junk. Give yeah. me more junk. <laughs> That's <laughs> you awesome. Know? Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, all of the great times that we've had at the meds uh, are immeasurably satisfying. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, there's there have been times where it's literally been uh, a touring band and two other local bands and just the venue, me and my buddies, you know, running the venue. And then, I don't know, like 10 other people at the show, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're then still amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there have been times where we have, uh, you know, oh, like wow. parking Max. lot party on and it's <laughs> they there's pull like, like fucking 50 high schoolers yeah, man, to bend the like, floor. There's like 80 kids in this tiny little room and we're like thrashing around yeah. and it's a great time. And, you know, some pe- mm-hmm. and, you know, a part of it is having fun pissing those kids off, you yeah. know, because <laughs> we're because we're going crazier than they thought we were going to go. Yeah. And they're like, who are these guys? And we're like, we run the place yeah (laughs) it's awesome it's so much fun that last show that i played with starry just sitting there you know right when i got there i saw one of their band members had their nintendo switch and i was like all right race me in mario yeah we're about to play we just sit we just sat there (laughs) until it was time to play just (laughs) boofing it out on mario (laughs) kart that was my last show with the mez i think wait no it wasn't the Valentine's mine. Day show. We went to Oh Valentine's yeah, the Valentine's yep. Day show. That was the last Otos, one. Odos, have you played? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just going to address you for, as Odos from here Odos. on out. Odos. Yeah. All right, Odos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you have you played at the Mez before? Yeah, I played a solo set there. That's right. Was we that with Jim? We played together. Jim Ryan? Yeah, I played. It was me, you, you, Marble Teeth. Marble Teeth. Did Jim play that night? He might have. No, no, he didn't. Because oh, okay. y'all did, y'all did that. Jim um, did the uh, Farklezar release, right? Yeah, he's yeah. yeah I think he Tyra- was the Tyranny Bell. Tyranny Bell, yeah. He was the first one to play, I think. He was amazing. Yeah, he's Jim's really good. good. Yeah, but he's um, got some chops. Yeah, I've man. only played solo there. I wanted to play full. Yeah, oh, shit. But I didn't even know. We played with Histrionic there. It was yeah, fun. It was, it was awesome. a weird show, but yeah, it's cool. I swear no. to God, first show we have back, dude. You guys are gonna be on it. Yeah. Oh yes. Us with drama too. Let's go. Everybody here's playing. Yeah, yeah. Big, show, big show. Yeah, big I'm show. So Two drummers, three guitarists, yep. six bassists. I don't know. It's gonna be <laughs> fucking crazy. Go fucking Mega show. That would be sick. Yeah. To have That'd a huge like orchestra style. style. Yeah. 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 No. Once, once the uh, once the COVID risk is is lift from 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 Lincoln. I I said we weren't gonna say the c word on this show, but sadness. I just said it. <laughs> once the sadness fades. Once the cadness. The Back C-word. to the band biz. <laughs> yes. I I I'm I'm curious what you guys think about like uh when you know when it's going to stop. I mean, I feel like it's going to be a really long easing off of the restrictions, yeah. right? Well, with the restrictions, I don't know. Well, uh, not with the restrictions, but with with, with like the own personal uh yeah, like yeah, yeah. just just feeling well, weird about going out and doing yeah, shit, People you know? don't want to do I'll, it. We'll Especially with the li- with the with the um I don't know, the more I don't I don't know how to how to describe it, but people are more wary, I guess. You yeah. know, yeah. people people are more cautious. They're generally more empathetic, so they're like, okay, yeah. so like I'm 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 worried about not just me, but other people. Would exactly. I feel good about going out yeah. and mm-hmm. and seeing mm-hmm. a show and being with a lot of people, right? Yeah, I don't know. especially shoulder to shoulder. We'll yeah. have a 
a vaccine by next spring for sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah first few months of next year we'll have it mm-hmm. everyone will have it by probably may i think you're saying they'll have COVID. May or June. you heard it here no first. everyone will have <laughs> a vaccine <laughs> <laughs> everyone will have it by like beginning of like summer break pretty much i yeah. think yeah. i think that's yeah. when yeah. we'll hope. get it out to everyone yeah, uh-huh. that's what i hope Real but yeah it's so like in us now to be like where like mm-hmm. i'll watch uh tv or like yeah, yeah. last night i was watching seinfeld nice. you know the spare square no where Please, like elaine's in the bathroom and she like asked for the next she doesn't have enough toilet paper it's just she's like can you spare square like mm. i need <laughs> some toilet paper <laughs> yeah. and the person says no but they're in a m- in that episode they're in a movie theater and they're just sitting next to people and it makes me anxious seeing that <laughs> right now. Just like someone m- like munching on their popcorn right next to Jerry. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah. why was this acceptable? <laughs> but it's like, that's the normal. But I've thought that I've too. I've already adapted at to the new normal. Uh, and just like any group of people now, I'm like, why would they do that? In any movie or show that Swimming I watch, pools. I'm like, I can't believe like. Dude, it's dude, over. You would be shoulder to shoulder it's to someone. Over. Yeah, Like, right. that's just not no right. More. Watching Chunky but Shrapnel, that King Gizzard dock where they're like just you know in huge ballrooms just thrashing around with each other sweaty as hell like i did that and i came out it's fine it's weird (laughs) yeah so like i i really don't know when people are going to be over that like personal that barrier i feel like even when i have a kid i'm going to be like it's going to be weird did you sanitize yeah (laughs) what did you just touch yeah what did you don't put your fingers in your mouth like my mom used to yell at me about that and there was no well that's the thing well i I was always strong ass immune system well they knew about the flu they knew about the flu the flu was kind of like corona like no one knew about that shit and then Mm -hmm. everyone was dying they're like bro we gotta get a cure Uh, i've I've always (laughs) been that person where it's like any like you drop food oh you eat it because that builds your immunity you know (laughs) or like like i'm gonna do the most disgusting things because that builds immunity oh, but now even i'm just scared of like exactly. i've never yeah. been a little about dirt never hurt nobody yeah. um, <laughs> okay now it has like today <laughs> even at the hub like i dropped something somewhere like on the counter or shelf or something and yeah. i was about to eat it i was like <laughs> maybe yeah, I, I should not do well, this dude, well, right now you it's know, the it's, wrong time you know, what's crazy know. is the amount of people who come in and don't even give a shit about putting the mask over their nose no it's yeah. it's Wild. one in I, I i'm gonna be conservative in this estimate but i gotta swear it's gonna be uh, maybe one in every 30 people who comes into the hub no definitely doesn't yeah. give a shit about putting the mask over their nose it's like half the people that come into my restaurant mm-hmm. yeah man oh, I, either that or they're just pull off the mask while they're talking to like you. do you not get it Oh, like yeah. Oh, what that's what the what's the point there? That's, 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 that's the worst guys. That's the worst there. It's just pulling the mask down. I it's like <laughs> yeah, do you man. understand? Do you know how you a mask? Do you know why you're wearing a mask? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. So annoying. And they lean in too. They're like, Yeah. Put your mask back. Can you hear I me over this huge plexiglass shield that you put here for <laughs> not <laughs> like not the spit to get on your face? Like. Yeah, dude. Oh, you know what's an interesting thing that just happened? Uh, so they were saying that face shields and ventilated masks don't do anything. Well, to well. help. Because well, it just goes right through. Yeah, it just goes yeah. right yeah, through yeah, it, yeah. right? Yeah. So and face shield, it's just kind of float. I, kinda I remember seeing ads on Instagram for the ventilated masks, and I was yeah. like, is that, that going to help? I don't know. That's kind of weird. It's like somebody wearing a fishnet mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of it is kind of. Well, they need to do their research before they tell people, hey, hey. 
Like, I could have told you that. The SEC yeah. provided all of its employees the clear masks. And I was like, so you're telling me that I need to put this clear, rounded, like, no. Like, it's fully open. I'm not. No. <laughs> yeah. We need to be in hazmat suits if you want to be. I can't wait. <laughs> Dude, bring if it you in. Be fully, yes. If you want to be gonna fully. First show, first show at the Mez hazmat suit. I am going to yes. be. <laughs> yes, man. Everybody wear PPE. Required. Everybody's going to be hazmat suits. You can, you can hand out like gowns and masks. Paint on it. Everybody has yes. yes. We'll sell that. That's all my hazmat yeah, suit. You sell. That's the admission. Five bucks for yeah, uh, like we'll, a we'll, we'll, we'll do. Okay, so we'll buy a bunch of hazmat suits and then we'll. And then we'll up the price five bucks per hazmat suit. We'll make a little bit of money on that, but tons of people will So, come. like, everybody's got to come in for, like, $85. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only an $85 show, people. DIY show, 30 minutes of band. No, but, yeah. but now, yeah. now they're willing to pay anything to get yeah, in. No, show. straight yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. The line out the door. Yeah. But there's no admission, free, ad- 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 admission fee at Hub and Soul. I was so surprised. No, it's crazy. I was Whoa. expecting to pay. I was like, I this is the first time we can charge ten bucks yeah. ahead. Walked in. This yeah. last week or and then pay the band ass loads. Yeah. It like come so on. Good. And the bar. And yeah, the bar. Why do we pay the band so much? Do we pay the band so much? I think they do. Damn. It was so good though. It was such a good dollars. turnout. I know we That's gave crazy. We Damn, gave why the, am uh, I DJ. not that band? <laughs> right. Where, where <laughs> are we at? On yeah, where are we at? The I want to be on the list. <laughs> what is it? The Ferocious Jungle Cat. Yeah, Ferocious Jungle Cat. Rocked it. Oh. Yeah, they I, th- I thought they yeah. kind of did good. <laughs> we gave the DJ a $100 gift card. I'm just not into Damn. Whoa, Ferocious. Just not, hell yeah. Mm. All they did is came on and spoke like twice. And she has an annoying voice anyway. All right. All right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Since we're going away from that topic, yes. I wanted to talk about this. We were talking about, like, writing songs about other people. Like, mm-hmm. you guys write and write yeah. songs about yeah. that coping thing. Yeah. Like, are songs more effective in first person or third person? Like is it uh, is it more appealing? No, it's second person. Is it or uh, yeah, more appealing? <laughs> well, I mean, King Park is in third person because it's like a historical thing that he's like referencing. Second person, yeah. If you're talking about a friend, first person, <laughs> talk about yourself. But like, like, what do we think about that? Okay, so I always like, write in like first as person. As a as a listener, yeah, do you ap- appreciate listening to a first person story or mm. like an outsider's perspective on the story? My writing style really gravitates towards just me spewing my emotions Same. onto paper so it all comes out in like a i did this you did this this happened mm, yeah like all comes me from, too, a, from yeah. a first person perspective but i've been trying to get into writing for other people besides just myself so like trying to write more from abstract a- abstract perspectives uh, like you know mm-hmm. thinking about situations that i'm not even involved with that may might not even exist just like writing about a situation that could be happening in some alternate mm. reality yeah. you know that could be happening to somebody else just writing yeah. about these situations we were just talking about this we wanted to we were very influenced and very much so enjoyed a song that we had heard about um somebody with dementia we just thought it was interesting it would be an sweet interesting disarray topic. by sweet dan disarray. jesus christ yeah. makes you cry but I thought I said, uh, spoiler alert, I thought it would be interesting to write a song about the pers- like from an outsider's perspective on just like watching somebody slowly lose that grip on like what their life had been because they're losing those memories. And I have yeah. a very, very my best friend is a CNA and she comes home from work and calls me sometimes and 
it's sad. Like you, you, yeah. you really love those people, and so I thought a good line would be Hannah cared for them in their last days because nice. like Hannah cared for a lot of people in their last days, and I know that like she was one of the last friendly faces they saw. She you know never should be in there. Uh, like something about them dying twice mm. oh because my, my great grandmother had dementia as well, and it's like it's like them dying twice. Yeah, like as soon as they hit that wall. Yep. Uh, you don't. They don't know who you are. Yep. Like, you know, I I went from being you know her great grandson like, uh, you know. You're just a person. Then. Yeah, and then after that, you're f- fucking. Are you Phil from Chicago? You like, introduce yeah. yourself every time. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you have a kid now. Like, I'm 17. Like, <laughs> you know, like that's when she passed. But yeah. uh, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's you know that. I, I don't know. I just thought there's I'd say that, you know, because I've had an experience, you know, with that. So there's a line in that Dan Kroll song that is um, he was writing it about his grandma who. It, yeah, dementia. And yeah. He, he wrote that line, uh, this line that, that was my mind has given way to an age that's colored gray. Mm. Yeah. And like I, I that is one of my biggest fears. It's just like losing all touch with reality and not knowing your own memories that's so personal for a a disease to attack especially for like i mean i mean just for me in particular it's a huge fear of mine because like like trauma and like things that have helped you grow like i feel like all of those things if i forgot them i'd lose like myself obviously Mm -hmm. that's so terrifying all the things i've Mm -hmm. learned from all of my experiences my my grandpa's not doing well at the moment. Um, <coughs> and Sorry to hear that. No, mm-hmm. it's okay. Thank you. Uh, but one thing I told him, uh, I told my, both my grandma, and gran- my my grandpa, when I went over there, was that I was I was uh, grateful that they both had healthy brains. You know, because then, you know, it might be more frustrating for them. You know, in the moment when that stuff's going down. Yeah. Right. Um. But for me, it's it's more like okay, I want to pick your brains. I want to learn as much from you as possible. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah before the inevitable so because mm-hmm. i don't know there's there's a level of uh i don't know it's being like gandalf you know wisdom you know all mm-hmm. that stuff yeah, like they right. can tell you so much stuff yeah and similarly sure. to you i think well talking about my grandfather he just he had recently passed as well Sorry. but he it's all good but uh he he recently uh so he had a stroke before he passed and uh he was since he was 18, he had been, you know, religiously drinking beer and smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. drinking beer and smoking cigarettes until he was like, I think he was about 70 when he yeah. passed. Uh, <laughs> but after he had that stroke, nothing. He didn't ask for a cigarette. He didn't ask for a beer. Wow. He, but he still knew who I was. And yeah. he, he, still knew huh. who, he still knew where he was and everything that was going on. That's good. And I found that so interesting. That's like really interesting. How your body could do a reset. You know, oh like yeah, at the towards the end of your life. No more thoughts of that. Just yeah. thoughts of yeah, just like be, like love and living. He was, he came he became more like, I mean he was duller, but he became more loving in in that sense. You know, yeah. rather yeah. than being a hermit in the basement, chain yeah. smoking. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. better. It's better to be insensitive and you know, super intelligent yeah. than completely dull and s- totally empathetic as fuck. Yeah. Right? So exactly. Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally about that. Yeah, that's good stuff. I I like it's what's funny about him is I have like a a bunch of instruments that I've like 
graffiti like R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Stan on, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I and I keep them and I keep them. Oh, your grandpa's name is Stan. Yeah, Stan. My grandpa's name is also Stan. Uh, fuck I, yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's the fucking shit. Dude. My my middle name is Stanley after my grandpa. That's awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah. Love that. And like I I'm gonna keep that going. I I like that name, Stan. Yeah. All right. Well, on that, uh, I think it's been a it's been a podcast. Wait, 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 wait. All right, all right. Wait. Gage has got Final one last thing. Final thoughts around Wait. Final thoughts. Our final segment. We'll go one after uh, after the other. Who would like to go first? Before I even say what I'll it is. I'll go first. I don't want to go What has <laughs> been going through your iPod Nano in recent times? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My iPod Nano? Your yeah. iPod Nano. So what have you been listening to? What have I been listening to? What's I've been listening to a lot of Death Cab. Yeah. yeah. We listened to that reason. today at the Hub. Yeah, we were listening to that at the Hub. Yeah. I don't know why. Just a bunch of Death Cab. Um, yeah, specifically like Plans, I guess, is that album. Like Love Soul that. Meets Body, I'll Follow You Through the Dark. Fuck yeah. Very good like stuff. That. Yeah. Very Hell nice. Yeah. I don't know. And I think I will start writing a little bit. With that inspiration, so nice. yes, so yeah. I'm they're excited they're really to hear good, that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Seth. Oh, for me, I like, well, like the two songs that have been stuck in my head is like, to give you an example, is like "February Stars" mm-hmm. by Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, which is like, it's so impactful. Bob. Yeah, and then I have a like just a lot of Steve Lacey going on. Like, oh, Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey is really like that's what I'm listening to, and then. And then I ha- also have the Smiths, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Yeah, but nice. That's a, a, you know, big variety. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh I yeah. just try to keep it. Mix yeah. it up. Yeah. Keep it mixed. Yeah. Uzi, yeah. In, in classic, Uzi, in classic Seth fashion. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all got anything y'all want to plug before we head out? Plug anything. Nah, I think we're good. Listen to the Credentials' couple of new songs off their new album yes. from yeah. 7 to 8 tonight on 103. Four one. Four one. Four one. Four one. I believe. Yeah. Check it out. I'm yeah. so uh, glad sure. to have talked to you guys today. This has been fun for me. Oh, yeah. This is straight great. up. Great one. Very I good. I, I gotta plug one second. I gotta plug mm-hmm. one second. Malcolm Purple, the producer. Oh yeah. Uh, he's great in town. His real name's Malcolm Opoku. And then also, uh, I I do have a rap album coming out very <laughs> oh, soon. <shit>. Whoa. <laughs> I do have. Yeah. It's it's like. Emo is trap it Omni or no, Let's yeah. get it. Yeah, it's it's called NML. Uh, uh, Say that the again. The group NML. Uh-huh. It's an abbreviation for Nightmare Lifestyle. And uh-huh. ba- uh-huh. basically, it's that's emo sick. trap. So that's all my. We will be plugging Hell that yeah. as soon as it <laughs> releases. <laughs> all right. Follow at laundryroom.live and check out the credentials play on the seventeenth at eight yeah. thirty. Yes, sir. So much Sick good shit, shit coming I'll, up. I'll Ooh, be there yeah, mixing some some Beats. some stuff. Yes, yeah, sir. No tight. Thanks, guys. I got a pee. Hell yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Ooh, my ear holes, Ellie. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs>